Welcome to another episode of Hey Talk, do you have a second? In this episode, I'm going to talk about my recent experience and my sailor to quarter board. I'm going to tell you about how I, how I thought I went, and I'm also going to dive into some of the why are we doing this and what's the real intent of these boards. And then lastly, I'm going to talk about maybe there's a different way we can do this. You ever been walking through the Navy Exchange and wonder why all the Naval Pride and Heritage gear is horrifically ugly and you wouldn't actually wear it? Have you ever wanted some really cool gear and you just don't know where to go? Well, I got you, fam. Go to dgutsapparel.com immediately. Get yourself some Naval Pride and Heritage gear you'll actually wear in public. Uh, We're working on new designs all the time, open to ideas. We're trying to create a brand that uh, lets you display that pride, but doesn't make you cringe. Uh, also, if you're willing to and you're able to, please go to patreon.com slash podcast, pick one of the five tiers and become a patron today. So please enjoy. Now, I'm going to preface this as I think Sailor of the Quarter is great. And I think it's a good way to recognize sailors, but also give the senior leadership an insight to those who are junior to them what their outlook is at that command or the organization as a whole. So there's like mul- multiple benefits that can come out of Sailor of the Quarter. And overall, I think it's a great program. So this past week, I went up for Senior State of the Quarter for my command. At the command level, it's going to be a board of five or six chiefs. And the Junior State of the Quarter is E4 and E5, and it's chaired by chiefs as well. And then the Blue Jack of the Quarter, it's chaired by first classes. So you have a good opportunity for if you're if you are first class to sit boards and chair them at a command level where I'm at. At the company levels, uh, you know you have E5s and E6s and E7s sitting and chairing boards. And I'm usually on that side of the table for at least the past few years, and I like it. I like being on that side of the table because it's interesting to see. What what's going on in people's lives, what they're bringing to the table, and what their insight is. But this time, I was on the hot seat. In, in the past, I've rarely done very well at these. I'm not really, I'm not the best at that professional, semi-professional, know exactly what to say, quick on the feet type situations. I need, I really need to think things through and practice things over and over again and really get in the weeds before I can give you a very formulated answer to anything. So let's fast forward to the day I went up for it. Just like any other board, I assume it's the same in all communities, but here's a Corman community view. You know, you knock on the door three times, you walk in, you face the board members, report, so, you know, HM1 so-and-so reporting for senior sale of the quarter board as ordered or as directed, whichever way they have you say it. 
Sometimes you are covered. Sometimes you go in uncovered. It just depends. I've seen it so many different ways. It doesn't really matter. After your report, you obviously do attention to the status creed, wait for everyone to stand up, do your best at that. Try not to fumble your words or mumble, which knowing that I am from the Southeast, I have the hardest time uh, saying the Southern's Creed without mumbling it or choking up at some point. It's not that I've like forgot the words. It's just I kind of stumble on the words a lot. So I never, I've never said it super clean. I wish I could, but oh well. So you do that, then they do a uniform inspection, which typically they just have you about face twice and then have you sit down. But sometimes they actually like look at all kinds of stuff, actually do a full-blown in-depth uniform inspection, which I think is uncalled for. I think you just need to make sure that the person looks presentable. I mean, this isn't a full command uniform inspection, so why are you lifting up their pant leg? Why are you, like, walking around them? Like, the board members can see you, your, you know, full front and then about face, your full back. Make sure there's no, like, obvious wrinkles or stains or anything like that. So usually they do do some type of inspection. Then you have a seat. They all greet you, tell you who they are, and then they ask you the questions, which the questions are what people get hung up on and kind of sweat over. Some people just, they call it a success if they get in their report correctly, you know, march in correctly and say this as creed correctly, which I, I'm more in that boat. If I can get in there and I get past that, I don't really care what happens after that. And then after the questions, they usually ask you, do you have anything for the board members, which I'll touch on that in a minute. But, uh, for the most part, I've always seen most people say, no, thank you for your time, whatever. And they go, okay, cool. You're dismissed. And then you march out. So that's a, you know, that's a quarter board as I've ever seen it. And I'm sure it's pretty similar across the board. So this day I knock three times. They say, enter, you know, I march in a report. I say, this is great. I do all that. Fine. Maybe a couple stumbles, maybe, maybe mumbled a little bit, not very articulate, but I give it my best shot. I was on duty the, 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 the day prior. So I was just walking around on duty, uh, talking to myself, saying the Southern Creed over and over again. It's quite, it's quite funny, but I got through Southern Creed. I call that a success. Uh, they had me about face a couple times. The, the chief kind of does a more in-depth inspection this time. And then I have a seat. Now, I will say this board, I knew every single chief there because I interact with them on a daily basis. So it's kind of weird going into a quarter board and you have to put on this show, this fake show where you're going to act like you kind of don't know them and you're going to be a little bit more professional than the usual daily workspace type interaction. That I don't really care for. I don't. I don't see why that's. I'm not gonna get ahead of myself. So they introduce me or introduce themselves to me. I'm like, cool. You know, good morning, chief. Thank you, chief. Whatever. And then they start to question. So the first question was something on the lines of, who was the first female admiral, and in what year did they become the become a admiral? And then the next question was. 
in what manner of wear do you wear the FMF device on NSUs? And then the second part was, how do you wear it on the MARPATs? The third question was, what instruction would you give a pregnant sailor if they're inquiring about pregnancy in the Navy? And then the second part was, if a, if a sailor came to you regarding, I can't remember if he said PFA, PRT, or whatever, or advancement, I can't remember what he said. What nav admin number would you refer them to? And the last uh, chief asked me, what's the most famous Marine Corps air station or Naval air station and why? And then what was the most recent ship to change ports? Okay, so those are all good questions, right? Uh, they're just black and white. Do you know them? Because in, even when I've sat boards and chair boards, we always come up with like, you know, a uniform question, a current events question, a history question, simple instructions, nav admin type stuff. And then, of course, the last question, I'll get that in a minute, but, you know, that's that's the typical status quo for, you know, other quarter boards. And, and this board, I, you know, I didn't, I didn't get... I really got. I didn't really get any of those right. Maybe a couple of them, the uniform ones, and I told the one chief, you know, I, I don't know the nav admin number or the instruction name and nomenclature off the top of my head, but you know, I I can simply Google that on my Navy HR, and, and that was my answer because that's the honest truth at that moment. And then as a career counselor, I have people come in all the time ask me about something. And the first thing I do is I Google it. You know, I go on my Navy HR and look at my resources because I can't, nobody can memorize all these things. And when you go into a quarter board, you're not told what to study. You know what topics to study, but as, as far as you getting questions, correct, it's a 50 50, you know, did you study the right stuff? Are you a history buff? Are you up to date on nav admins and, and their actual nomenclature and not all that stuff? So like, it, I never beat myself up if I don't know the answers because I've always known that it's, it's the way you answer the questions. Are you confident? Are you okay with, you know, getting asked a question you obviously don't know and then still being able to go through the whole board confidently and, and, and not really lose your momentum? Because I mean, you, a lot of people can go into a quarter board and you know, kill it in the reporting and the sales creed and the uniform sharp. And then they ask questions. They don't know, you know, a single thing, which sucks every time because I've done boards where I've got a lot of the questions, right? You know, I would only miss one or two of them, which is really good for me. So the, the, the questions really aren't, you know, the, the chiefs obviously know that you may or you probably won't get these answers right unless you, somehow study that material or you're just very good in those topics beforehand. So going back to the night before I studied up, uh, you know, Navy current events and the, what stuck out to me was the CNO situation with politics getting involved. And, you know, I, do, I dove into that and read, you know, read a few articles about that. And then I read up on all the new at NAVMs with like the E4 advancement apprenticeship thing and the the new BNA payments where if you're not 
making 150% above the federal poverty average, you know, you get an extra uh, income from in your paycheck every month. Like I study up on all those things, which are recent and, and the nav admins were within the same quarter. And I was thinking, you know what? They have to ask these questions. And then sure enough, they didn't ask a single thing about any of those things, which to me seemed like the most glaring and, and, and obvious things to talk about. But you never know what they're going to ask. So, you know, I, I, I shot my shot and I studied, put my eggs in this basket and they pulled the questions out of a completely different basket. And I'm not very good at knowing history and ships and, you know, I, I'm a corpsman. I d- I've never been on a ship. So I'm not really up to date on home ports and, you know, first admirals and that kind of stuff. I probably should be. Probably should be better with my history of common naval stuff, but I just ain't. So I get out of the board and, you know, I'm kind of kicking myself because I'm like, wow. I basically told them I don't know the answer to that to almost every single question. And then the, the few questions I did answer, I they could probably tell I made up some of the answers, but whatever. You know, throughout the day, I kind of kicked myself and kind of joked about it, you know, thought about the ups and the or the wins and some of the the losses inside that thing and at the end of the day it's a quarter boards you know you're going up because they think you're doing well you know at that time frame so you, you really can't be you can't be mad sad whatever at the end of the day and I'm not I just think there's a different way we could do it that would be more interesting so and I say that because I went to talk to one of the chiefs on the board and I said man that was a lot of, a lot of naval history and ship questions. He's like, yep. It's like, yeah, I totally studied 10 million different things and not a single one of those was what, not a single one of those things were in related or were related to what y'all asked me. And he's like, yeah, man, uh, it's not about, it's not about answering right or wrong. You know, we, we look up these questions like the, the day before or the day of, and, you know, we, I, I, you know, he was saying that he had the answer written on a piece of paper because, you know, he wouldn't have known that question either, you know, if he didn't write it down or look it up. And I'm like, I get it. He's like, but, you know, the board is to gain something personal from you. Basically, is the goal is to see who you are how you react to pressure and how quick on your feet you can come up with something. And he talked about some examples of when he went up for quarter boards and he went, him specifically, he, he went way up, like region-wide and stuff like that in the past few years. And he, was, he gave me some examples of, you know, how he, he didn't know a question, but he turned it into a story, a backstory of him and made his answer interesting even though he didn't know the answer to the the question up front and i get what he's saying so like if you know if that chief would have said that chief asked me if you have a pregnant sailor who comes to you like what what instruction are you going to give them okay you know chief i don't i don't know the answer to that but you know there was a time when i did have a sailor come to me who was pregnant and they're notifying us as chain of command and you know, I sat down with the member, we pulled up the instruction in front of us on the computer, you know, we went to the Mighty HR and, you know, we got, you know, got the sailor on the right track to get everything done. 
come up with a story that's personal to you so that the board's like, you know, kind of sees how you conduct yourself and see that you actually have some experience. And they see a personal side of you, not just the workspace and, you know, professional formality of a board. And I'm like, eh, that actually is pretty cool advice. That's a, it's a good tactic, but also it's just a good way to let the board members know who you are. I like that. So we talked for a little while and basically I got out, you know, got out of that conversation is when you don't know the answer, give them more than I don't know the answer to that this time, which is basically my go-to. And I know it's a terrible answer, but if I don't know it, I don't know it. But next time I'll probably try to do something different. Now, with that in mind, if the, if the board, the premise of the board is to get to know somebody, why are we asking random history and instruction and uniform questions? If you really want to know who I am, why don't you ask me or know my experiences or if, if you want to know, am I truly, if I, if I truly rate Sailor of the Quarter? because I'm doing good things. Cause I, okay, I'm an E6, so my package should be pretty leadership heavy. So how would you know if I'm a good leader? And how, how could you get to know me as a leader? Well, ask me questions about leadership. Why do we have to ask black and white questions, but you want me to somehow either answer it correctly, or if I don't answer it correctly, give you some backstory and make it personal to me? Hmm, I, I think that's kind of weird. I think that I think there's a better way of doing that. If we want to judge, if we want to really know somebody in the five minutes that they're inside of a board, let's ask them some personal questions. Hey, what do you do after work every day? Because what are we really doing? I mean, in a package, in a in a quarter board, you know, you really know that you should pretty much know who's going to win before the board happens. Bringing the person in. I mean, you can ask them a couple of questions that are black and white, but make them more opinionated. Make them more about just questions about them. Because the package just talks about, you know, what you do at work. But if, you know, a sailor quarter is a whole package. You don't want some dirt bag at home, but, you know, does the right things at work being the sailor quarter. Sailor quarter should be someone who is a full package, a good person, a great person at work, great person in the personal life as well if we really want to get into it. And I'm not saying people aren't who are winning. I'm just saying if you really, if you want to know a personal experience or, you know, a personal side of me, ask me what I do after work. Ask me about my life outside the military. Ask me what I would do in a certain situation that you came up with. You know, give me a scenario and say, Hey, how would you do this? Because in the civilian world, if you're going for an a job interview, which a quarter board is very similar to, right? They're going to ask you a question of, hey, this is what happened at work, or, you know, you know, A, B, and C, what are you going to do about it? And then they judge you on how you would react to that scenario. I'm not griping, complaining. I, 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 hope, that's, I hope that's not what people think this is. I just think there's a more interesting way of doing things. Not a better way, more interesting. And if I ever get the chair another board again, which I'm sure I will, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to tell all the board members, hey, I want opinionated questions or questions about their personal life. And then and leave the uniform and all that stuff out the window. 
Because I mean, like if the e five e six is going for a quarter board, we should we should assume that they know basic military uniform regs, and they should know basic nav admin and instructions that come out because that's the LPOs and stuff are the ones passing that stuff out when it does come out. I just think it, I think it'd be cooler if they would ask me like, like what do you do after after you get off work? Oh, you know, I go home, I watch my kids. Uh, because my, you know, my wife, you know, works when I get home and when I, when I take my uniform off, I'm, I'm in dad mode and, you know, take the kids on a bike ride or I take them to the park or we, you know, we go outside and play soccer, like stuff like that. So they can understand who I am not inside work because those people see me every day anyway. They know what I do at work. They know what kind of person I am at work. Instead of asking me what, what instruction would I give the pregnant seller? Say, Hey, a pregnant person just came to you and says, they are 20 weeks pregnant. What are you going to do about it? Or give me the question that you they, they like to ask at AODC. Sailor A comes to work and you smell alcohol in his breath. What are you going to do about it? Things like that. I think that I think questions that are more open open minded or opinionated or what would you do if question about your personal life that that would actually give you a well rounded idea of what that person, how they conduct themselves, kind of the, uh, uh, a wealth of their knowledge and what they or who they are outside the uniform. I think that'd be really cool if we could do quarter boards like that. And I think the, I think the sailors would be, would have a better time going in there and doing that. If I knew I was going to get asked opinionated questions the whole time and, and, and just questions about me, That'd be really cool because then you'd you'd go in there and be thinking, wow, they actually want to know who I am. They're not just electing. They're not just selecting me based off what I put down on that paper. They're at, they're selecting me based off that and how I conduct myself, who I am outside the workspace, and some of the you know depth of my knowledge. I think that'd be really cool. And now uh, moving on, the chief at the end. I was expecting. We all know. Why do you think you deserve to be such and such of the quarter? I sat there all day on duty and all night thinking, what's the what, what's the best way to answer this question? And I, you know, when I've chaired boards for the junior people, they they like to go, oh, I I do this the best, or I've done all this work, or stuff like that. I've read your package. You are doing a lot of stuff. You are killing it. But that, I asked you, why do you think you deserve it? Because I wanted to see what you think. And the best advice I ever got was, you know, somehow relay it to relay why you think you deserve it to the mission that you're completing and how you'd be a good representation of your command. And there's always a whole bunch of different ways you can answer that. And it's very, very difficult to feather the line of arrogant versus humble. Like, oh, I'm, I'm only here because I have a great team. Or I'm only here because my chain of command's awesome. Like you don't want to, you don't want to like be a brown nose, but you also don't want to be that person's like I'm here because I'm awesome, or I'm here because I'm better than everybody, everyone else. Eh, that's kind of weird too. No one's gonna really like that. So that question is just—it's just very difficult to get a organic, genuine, just answer that makes the board go, "Wow, that was cool." And all the boards I've sat and chaired, I've rarely had someone give me a good answer to that. 
I know there's people that can and have. But this chief, he goes, hey, my leadership philosophy is a mantra. PMA, positive mental attitude. And he went on to say how that's how he drives his leadership. And that's how he comes into every day. And that's how he thinks everyone should tackle each day. Because positive mental attitude means no matter what you do or what what comes through your door, you have to have a positive attitude versus a negative one. Because if you have a negative attitude, you're already starting off on a bad foot. And you're not going to accomplish anything when you're being negative. And I was like, wow, that's really cool. I was thinking while I was sitting there in the board, I was like, that's, that's like, I wish he would have told me this in the workspace. I wish he would have had a training where he talked about this in front of all these sixes or E5s. Like, where is this training? Where is this knowledge? Like, we all know leadership styles and stuff like that when you go through LDC and stuff. But when you have a chief tell you their personal, like, mantra, leadership style, yeah, that's yeah, pretty motivating. That's pretty cool, right? So he told me that, and I, was, I knew where the question was leading. He's like, you know, where is your leadership? What What is your leadership mantra or uh, philosophy or style? And of course, I was like, I have no, I don't have a mantra. Like, I didn't know people had mantras as their leadership, you know, slogan or whatever. So I told him what, I told him what leadership style I I strive for, and, and it, and I'm not going to go go into it, but transparency is a key term in my leadership idea or philosophy, whatever you want to call it. But that question is the one I actually cared about. Because it wasn't about what do I know. It wasn't about, you know, black and white knowledge. It was more of a, here's here's something about me. Here's something personal to my, you know, way of doing things. What is yours? And I'll probably never forget that question. It was really cool. Why don't we make the whole board? I'll say it last time. Why don't we make the whole board like that? Personal. If that's truly what we're trying to figure out about people, how they, you know, you can give a, you can ask them questions of what would you do if to keep that, like, how do you react on or react to a pressure or the board is pressure is a pressure inducing environment. So you always have that. And if you're trying to like, see how people react quickly on their feet when they're asked a question, we'll ask them a, what, what would you do if question? And if you truly want to know something personal about these people, then ask them personal questions. Don't ask them nav admin numbers. Don't ask them, I don't know, I think naval history is cool. You can keep those, but I'd love to see it change. Not that, I mean, I don't think I won. I don't think I did well either. And I'm not trying to say all this because I felt like it was hard. Quarter boards are always hard. They're always intimidating. Okay, I think I beat the, I think I beat the dead horse on this one. So, let me know if you think differently than me. If you if you think I'm just like off on a wild goose chase or whatever in in my in my thinking, let me know. Or if you think there's a better way of doing it, or if you think it the tradition of quarter boards is the only way, let me know. I just want to hear someone else's thoughts. I'm sure everyone at work is probably tired of my rants about stuff. 
So see you in the next one. <laughs>